Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is day two. We're talking about how to turn your stress into success. And as you've learned, hopefully from yesterday, a lot of this has to do with your making the decision to actually get in control of all the head junk that's floating around in your head. If you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, please do go back and listen to the podcast again, especially with regards to the brain dump. Indeed. That's such a great technique. You guys should all do it virtually every day. You're going to feel a lot better. So we're going to start with point number five because we did one through four yesterday. What to keep and what let to, what to let go of when you're getting back into control, how to turn your stress into success. Let me relabel this one sure. and then we can read specifics. So one of the things, again, that we've been advocates of uh, for decades are is called basically having media-free uh, media life. And you can start out by having a media-free morning, but really, at the end of the day, you should do everything in your power to purge from your mind anything that's going to have an adversarial influence on your mindset. And a lot of that's going to come from the things that you choose to passively allow into your head. Now, it's interesting, when Julie and I originally started talking about having a media-free life, let alone media-free morning, people would take offense to it because they thought it was almost like their... I don't even know what their obligation to watch the news, kind of like they had to watch it every day. It was almost like, you know, brushing their teeth. And people really would struggle with the idea of not ever consuming any media. But now I don't think people feel like that because I think what's happened over the last really maybe 36 to 48 months is people have realized almost all of the media is designed to essentially – uh, you know, cause a reaction within your lizard brain that is going to not necessarily be putting you in a mental, emotional state that you want to be in. And it's really, I think at this point, proven that a lot of the, especially mainstream media, doesn't matter what side, the, you know, if you're blue or if you're red, does not matter. A lot of it really is just propagandized garbage. So, you know, talking people into being media-free now is a lot easier than it, it used to be. Now, what's replaced it, though, is a lot of you guys are spending way too much time on social. So being media-free, if you're just taking what you were picking up from, you know, cable news before, and now you're filling your mind with all these, you know, really uh, off-the-hinge uh, websites and things like that, you've actually put yourself in a worse position. So one of the, again, things that you all should be considering doing is having completely media-free lives. Literally pit, purge all forms of media, except for this podcast. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> from your life. That's well, right. podcasts actually are, I think, very good because you can prune the content and uh, of course, obviously, you can slide off one side or the other, and you know. Yeah, but you can curate what you're putting into your brain exactly. far easier than just turning the TV on and just you know being passive and you know zoning out for whatever it's going to feed to you. And I think that it's you know, I I am with you on the media free 100. percent But knowing that they're going to naturally be on it now and then, you know, that brings us to this point of what should you you know. To, to a large extent, take a break, go media free, you're going to feel a lot more peaceful because it has gotten to be very aggressive and contentious. Well, what a lot of people will realize is when you do go media free, and you should just test this just for the sake of your own, I think, you know, intellect, go media free just in the morning or just in the afternoon, like afternoon today, 
don't listen to any, you know, don't input anything that's going to cause you to feel a certain way that you're not in control of. And, and by the way, that is a really good, I think, introspective technique you can all use as to whether that something's good for you or bad for you, frankly. After you've listened to something or you've read something or just even talked to somebody, monitor how you feel. How do you feel inside? Do you feel happy, jubilant? Do you feel optimistic, excited? Do you feel, you know, love? Do you feel friendship? Or do you feel fear? Do you feel loathing? Do you feel defeat? Do you feel like monitor how you're feeling? What is the dominant emotions that you have after listening to today's podcast? What are the dominant emotions you have after listening to CNN or Fox News or whatever it is, right? And notice that what, for the most part, you feel uh, when you're consuming media, if especially if stuff's not good for you, you feel like the world is against you. You feel like there's a you know, there's us and then there's them. You feel tribal. You feel maybe even superior. Oh, you know, I listen to CNN. So we think this way versus all those other people think that way. And of course, it's true on the other side as well. So just monitor how those things have psychologically evolved to manipulate you. And the result of the manipulation is you frankly lose control of your mindset, but your world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Because eventually what's going to happen is you're only going to feel comfortable around other people that think think and feel exactly like you do. And at that point, you're just living under a bridge. Well, you've got to make room in your brain for the good stuff, right? And so when you go, you know, you've listened to, you've watched whatever, something, and it does make you feel yucky, guess what? You have control. Delete that app. Don't go back to it. If, you, if you're watching like your news apps or whatever, and you feel really horrible after reading something, sometimes it's not even that it was bad. It was just wasting your time. It was about nothing. I know. Right. So, so that's ultimately just monitor how you feel. And then notice that when you go media-free in the morning, for example, you know, for, I would like you guys to completely jump off the deep end and go media-free, period. But you will notice that you will go through forms of withdrawal. And I mean that in the literal sense. Now, fortunately, it's easy to get, easier to get off, you know, media than it is, you know, getting off caffeine or something. That's true. You know, especially for somebody like me. Not that we'd know. Not that we'd know, because we're never going to try. No. I mean, why would someone get off caffeine? Why would that you make, do that? That makes no sense. That's like getting off oxygen. I know. Anyway, what could go so... Yeah. <laughs> What could go wrong? Yeah. So anyway, when you go media free, what you're going to feel is you'll actually feel honest to God feelings of withdrawal. And it manifests as a sense of lack of control. Oh my gosh, what is something going to happen? I'm going to miss out on the news. I'm not going to know what's going on. You actually start to feel this sort of um, you know, literal feelings of withdrawal that comes from you're not getting that constant dopamine hit from really knowing the latest grace of everything that's going on. All the news crawls and all the, you know, breaking news and all that stuff, it's all designed to trigger a little emotional response in your head. Somewhat like, frankly, a lot of other things that people consume online. Porn has that same effect. It releases a tiny little hit of dopamine and it causes you to feel a certain way. For You get a little bit of a high from it. That's all that crap is. It's all designed to essentially start. Now you get, oh, I want more of that feeling. So now I'm going to go and watch Fox News. I'm going to go to this website that's going to tell me that, you know, the human eating aliens are about to land, whatever it is. Doom scrolling. Doom scrolling, right? That is what people do. And you've got to break free of that because you can't break free of that or you can't be free of that until you break free of that. And when you do, nature adhorbs a vacuum. In other words, once you are purging that stuff from your life, you will all of a sudden, after you go through the withdrawal, it is real, I promise you, after you go through the withdrawal, then all of a sudden, you're going to start to feel lighthearted. You're going you're gonna to stop feeling uh, divisive towards mm -hmm. other people. 
You're not going to start seeing us and them. You're not going to, you're going to start feeling completely different. You're going to go back to your baseline, which for most of you are really good, nice, honest, loving, um, you know, people, not what the media wants us to all feel like. And look, look at the constant um, battle that seems to be happening socially right now in the United States and other places in the world as well. Don't you think the media, I don't think they created it. I, I don't. I think what they're doing is just parroting back to people what they're clicking on. Oh, they clicked on the fact that there's this you know, horrible locust invasion that's happening in the Midwest or whatever. Well, people must want to read about horrible locusts with their big reedy, you know, beady red eyes. Boom, you're seeing nothing. Let's but, give them more of that. Exactly. Yeah. That, so the media is not you know, creating the horrible red locusts. The locusts are there, but they're seeing that people want to read or see it, more information on that. Thus, that's what they're feeding you more of. People don't click on or read positive news. That's the reason. You try to find. Try to find a story today anywhere that's going to be positive. And the reason that the media doesn't produce, and even you know, um, amateur media people, they don't do positive because people don't click on it, because people don't view it, because people don't consume it. Why? Because you don't get that little dopamine hit. You only get it when you get the fear-based thing gets triggered in your head that comes from the bad news. So don't be surprised when you choose to go media-free that you go through withdrawal. Don't be surprised after you've gone through that maybe a week, maybe two weeks, that you're feeling this incredible feeling of relief because that is how you'll feel if you give yourself the opportunity to get there. And then what do you fill that? You fill that with the proactive lead generation and the other things that you should be doing to make yourself better, to improve the lives of your family and your loved ones, and obviously to make a contribution to the people who choose to use you as a real estate professional. So lead that brings us to point number six, lead with proactive lead generation. You might be wondering now that you've broken up with the media, what are you going to do with all of your time, right? So lead with proactive lead generation every day. You are either self-employed or self-unemployed based on the actions that you take. The things that agents avoid the most are the same things that are the most efficient and the most profitable. Proactive lead generation is your number one job because without it, nothing else happens. You'll have leads to follow up on, no presentations, no deals to negotiate, and no closings. So remember that the answer to all stress in real estate is take a new listing. Do it immediately. Your financial, emotional, and spiritual well-being all depend on this when you are earning your living in this business. All good things come from listings. And I can tell you, coaching call after coaching call, where today's call, the agent was you know, kind of in this zone, stressed and maybe a little disorganized, feeling out of control. And guess what happens? In the next couple of days, they take a new listing. Next coaching call, it's like you're talking to a different human. Well, people need three things, right? People mm -hmm. need someone to love, something to look forward to, and something to do that uh, gives your life a sense of purpose, okay? That's, those are the three fundamental things that it takes to have a happy, balanced life. I'll be even using the word balance with air quotes. Someone to love. Ideally, they love you as well, right? Uh, something to do that gives your life a sense of purpose and something to look forward to. If you have those three things going on and you can manifest all those things, it's not difficult. F uh, discovering a sense of purpose. Your sense of purpose is obviously your family and learning to be an amazing real estate practitioner. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to is the result of you helping other people, you know, through your real estate services and the money that you have as a result. And obviously your family is going to benefit from that as well. Or, you know, maybe it's your dog that the someone you love. It's, the dogs are great too. You guys get it? Stop making it so complicated. Go back to the, you know, essentially core principles of really what real estate is all about. It's not complicated to be very successful. It doesn't, in real estate, doesn't 
doesn't require all these multi-level, billions level, you know, step systems and all the rest of it. It just comes down to five core activities. Proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and then, you know, obviously um, closing. closing and then lead follow-up, right? You do that six, but you do those things at a high level, you will have unlimited, unending levels of success, not just in your business, but in your personal life. And if you believe that becoming more successful in your business won't make other aspects of your life more successful as well, I need you to shed those thoughts because here's here's what an interesting little um, challenge that some of you might have. If you have got caught into the, and again, this is you know going back to the point number six with regards to the media, but if you've got caught into this sort of never-ending loop of negativity and you have actually convinced yourself that tomorrow is not going to be better than today, you're actually going to lock in and ensure that tomorrow is not going to be better than today because you're not going to do the things today that would actually make tomorrow better. What do I mean? Julie's last point, proactive lead generation. Julie, why would I go and proactively lead generate? Why would I go and do this? Why would I go and do that if you know tomorrow is going to be the alien invasion? I'm trying to make you guys laugh, but I want you to realize the fragility of all of our mindsets, especially if we're allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed with negativity. When you purge the negativity and all of a sudden you start replacing that time, energy, and you know, sort of the mindset that's been wasted on the negativity, and you start doing the things that are actually going to ensure or lock in that tomorrow is going to be better than today, there's a compounding effect to it that is, uh, it's a, you know, I think it's a, a law of nature, basically. Probably. But it is all within your control. I think that's what it gets down to. So we're talking about uh, the next point. This is a big black hole right now. Stop pursuing less than motivated or non-responsive with air quotes, leads, let them go. If you've been doing a good job with your lead follow-up before you lost control of your schedule, remember we're talking about turning your stress into success here, and those leads just aren't responding, chances are they are not real leads anyway. Now let's demonstrate that. Real buyers are responsive. They call you as soon as they see the right house or when you sent them the right house. They update you about their financing. They send you listings they've seen. Well, we have we have a list of things that you guys should be using when you're before you actually consider working with a buyer. It's all part of the buyer pre-qualification right. script. It's all part of the process. A buyer isn't just somebody that says, I want to buy a house. They actually have, to, before you give any of your life energy, which you do not get back, your time, which you do not get back, you have to make sure that they are pre-qualified. Julie gave you an overview. All of the scripts are going to give you yes. answers to all the questions. And then once all the questions are answered, then you'll know whether you have a buyer. Uh, because the real challenge with buyers, guys, is they never actually have to buy. And if you're spending all of your time, to Julie's point, working with buyers, even buyers that are really motivated, oftentimes what will happen is they'll demotivate themselves because guess what? They just read something on the news that scares the crap out of them and now they're deciding to take some time off from buying a house. Or they just ghost you. Or they just That's ghost it. you. Or they something, something, something. So there's no such thing as a buyer that has to transact. So when Julie and I lean into hoping you guys are going to learn to be listing agents, it's because there are lots of examples of sellers that absolutely positively have to sell. Now, that said, real sellers are also responsive. How do you know? They're following, they're answering your questions from your pre-qualification script. They're responsive. They're easy to schedule a listing appointment with. They're cleaning, they're packing, they're staging their home. They're doing the things that sellers do. If your leads are not acting like real sellers, they're probably not ready to transact. Just say next, but not until you've actually used the seller pre-qualification script. Now, here's the thing. This is an especially hard lesson for new or newer agents who haven't had the experience to know the difference 
between real buyers, real sellers. Whether you're new, newer, or experienced, using the buyer and seller prequal scripts will cure that issue. Brian Tracy said, your greatest asset is your earning ability and your greatest resource is your time. So in order to know who you should be spending your time with, you have to ask those questions and actually get the answers. If they're not answering you, they're not calling you back. They're not acting like real buyers and real sellers do. And so, But sellers are very easy. Sellers by, are way easier to know. Right, because a buyer's motivation to buy, a buyer can always stay put. They can always stay renting. They can always extend their lease. They can always do a room addition, all of those types of things. But when a seller, when you're using a pre-qualification script, you'll know their time frame. You'll know their motivation. You'll know. And so sellers have to sell. They have to sell because they are closing on another house and they need the equity out of their current one. Mm-hmm. They are getting relocated to another part of the country and they need to sell their existing house. They bought the house as a VRBO and now it's not cash flowing. They need to get rid of it for whatever reason, right? All these types of things. So they maybe have to sell the house because it's a probate listing or maybe it's, you know, a financial reason. Much more specific. Right. And their example. So when does this house have to be sold by? They're with sellers, they're going, there's going to be a date if they're a truly motivated seller. The ones that, well, if pigs fly, you know, you know, when pigs fly, then if I can get my price, Okay, Mr. Seller, so if the home doesn't sell um, it for the price that you're thinking about, what is your plan B? Well, we'll just take it off the market and we'll try again next year. Not motivated seller. Now, you can still dig down and ask more questions and find out, well, so just so that I'm clear, when this home sells, Mr. Seller, where are you going next? Oh, well, we, at, we already closed on a house in Florida right. and we're planning on moving there in 60 days. Okay, hold on. So you just gave me a bunch of wishy-washy motivation uh, and now you're telling me you actually have a house you want to move to? And I mean, well, I'm that's that, why you have the script, though, because right. most agents, if they ask the first question, that's the only thing they ask, then they declare that that person is not that motivated. They haven't drilled down to the point to find out what's really going on with them. Same thing with price. You know, a lot of times sellers will say, well, if I don't get my price, what if their price is realistic? What if that's completely fine? You drill down more. And yes, they do have actual motivation. And don't find out the seller's motivation over time. I'll find out what the real motivation. I'll drip some questions <laughs> on them. After I waste months with them. No, find out on the first contact or maybe the second contact. Ask the pre-qualification, pre-qualifying questions and then find out what the heck is going on in their lives. Because here, I'll tell you guys a little secret, which anyone who's listed real estate before knows this. When you know the seller's time frame. When you know what their actual motivation is, at that point, you basically have the answers to all the questions, right? If you know that they have to sell within the next 90 days, that's the only thing that truly matters because they have to sell the house. You guys get it? Which means you have to take the listing. Which you have to take the listing, which is what we teach you how to do. So (laughs) keep these things in mind. It does come down to that. Isn't that funny? But here, I'm going to do a little mindset check. See, I'm tricking you guys back into thinking about that. How do you feel right now? You probably feel excited because you're realizing Julie and I are not asking you to do things that are very complicated. You're realizing that, hey, I can read a script. I can ask questions. Yes, it would actually greatly benefit you to do so. Yes, and you're now feeling optimistic and you're feeling excited and you're thinking you're going to go do these things. Yes, you are. You see, the form of media, the things that you allow in your mind and your heart and your soul really, truly do matter. Next point, Julie. Okay, our last point for today, we're talking about how to turn stress into success. What should you keep? What should you dump? Well, guess what? Number eight, your fitness and nutrition routine cannot suffer when you're busy. Change it instead of skipping it. If you can't find time in your normal work to do your normal workout at the gym, replace it with a Saturday morning workout or a nighttime yoga class or something where you're not just deleting. Don't delete, just modify. You need your energy and it's a great place to find new leads. It's also a great way to work off that stress. 
So bonus point, what are you going to do about this? We've talked about scripts. We've talked about schedule. We've talked about being supported by people who believe in you. That would be our hair certified coaches. So go ahead. You know you want to join Premier Coaching today. You can go to premiercoaching.com and we will help you every day to achieve your goals with less stress, more focus, and give you the support you deserve. If you guys are looking for a tribe to you know associate with, associate with a tribe that's going to be all focused on the betterment of themselves and also the people in which they choose to do business with and those who choose to do business with them. In other words, be part of the movement that is Premier Coaching because Premier Coaching is going to be the thing that's going to give you, you know, it's a tug of war at the end of the day, right? I mean, if you think about this, it really is a tug of war. It's the old you versus the new you. And if you're, you know, a lot of things are pulling on the, you know, the side of the rope to keep you the same or to even make it so that your life tomorrow will be worse than your life today. Admit it. It's true. You're constantly surrounded by negativity. You need a lot of people on the other side of that rope pulling. That's what Premier Coaching is going to be. It's not just Julie and I. It's all of our great hair certified coaches. It's all the people that you're going to discover where when you join Premier Coaching. Those people are pulling on the other side of the rope and oftentimes pulling you harder than you're able to pull yourself you know, towards the negative side, we're going to pull you and provided that, you know, you eventually get to the right side of the rope and start pulling in the direction that you claim you want to go, you know, provided you get there eventually, you're going to do fantastic. And your tomorrow will be better than today. And your next year will be better than any of your previous years. And guess what? Here's the, I think what a lot of you need to wrap your minds around. You will realize that you are in the right place at the right time. By the way, you always have been in the right place at the right time, but now it's just time for you to realize yourself as the best version of yourself as a real estate professional. That's what we're all about. That's what we're here to do. So guys, scroll down the notes from today's show. We actually talked about it a thousand times more stuff than we're in Julie's notes, but scroll down and then you guys will see the notes. And also you can click the link to join Premier Coaching. In the meantime, thank you for keeping this number one, listen to daily podcasts for real estate professionals in at least the United States. This podcast is downloaded and listened to every month uh, between YouTube and between iTunes and all the other things. It's like, I don't even, I'm, I'd have to account, but it's probably, I know we have downloads alone around uh, 300,000 downloads per month. We have another, say, 40 to 50 just straight up listens or streams. And then on uh, YouTube, I have to go look, but our typical YouTube is getting uh, listened or rather watched and listened to, I'd say seven to 17,000 times. So add all that up. So the podcast is probably getting consumed every month by a, a million different times, you know, and how many of you are doing something with all this information? It would be the fulfillment of Julie and I's mission on this planet if all of you were. <laughs> so please do yes, something with get this. To work. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.